I am Liz Wright. Welcome to Live Your Best Life. The only thing that matters now is living by the power of this wonderful new creation life. We're going to become an undefeatable force of radiating glory, and we are rising up strong now in this hour. Hi, everybody all around the world. Welcome to this week's episode of Live Your Best Life with me, Liz Wright. And this is a very special show today. I get to have the treat of hosting alongside my amazing husband, Wesley Wright. So, and we also get the pleasure of being able to introduce to all of you one of the most um, special people, most important people in our life. He's a very, very dear friend and a mentor to Wes and a very, very supportive friend to us as a family. And so I'm going to hand over to Wes to introduce our guest today to you. Thank you, Liz. And, and I just want to say thank you to my wife for um, in, inviting um, Pastor Tom along and also having me co-host, which is uh, very good. It's a new Such thing, isn't it, sweetheart? So yes. here we go. <laughs> so it. yes, I want to introduce my special dear friend um, who is a mentor to me. Um, more than that, he's a very, very good friend. I've known him for about 11, 12 years. Um, we speak regularly uh, every other week. Um, and um, he is a leader of leaders and has been for many years. He um, is a man of integrity. He is full of passion for Jesus and, and, and the kingdom. Uh, he's a man of grace and generosity, power, presence, and love. And so it's my distinct honor and privilege to introduce to you today, Pastor Tom of Harvest Church, Temple, Texas. Welcome, Pastor Tom. It's such a joy to have you on with us. I don't know if I can live up to all that stuff. I don't do the big head stuff very good, <laughs> but thank you. Thank you. Y'all are a blessing. It is a pleasure to be here. Okay, good. Well, uh, it was several years ago, and um, um, one thing the Lord had spoken to me that he needed me to learn how to rest and that I did not know how. And... Uh, and he was right. Uh, I was a workaholic, actually, and uh, worked all the time. And, and, um, and so when he told me that he wanted me to learn to rest, um, I thought, well, this is good. Uh, I can do this in a couple of days and, and uh, we'll be done with that part. Uh, <laughs> didn't work that way, <laughs> you know, like usual. Uh, I was um, starting the church here in Temple Harvest Church, uh, and I had never started a church before, but uh, uh, he told me, so we didn't have no members, okay? It was me and my wife and my kids, that, that was it. And um, he told me to set up an office in, in one of our rooms in our house and uh, to he wanted me to dress like I was going to church, to the church, and um, meet with him eight hours a day. And Meeting with him eight hours, uh, I thought this is going to be good, you know. 
Well, about the third day, I was hanging from the ceiling. Uh, you know, I was about to lose it because <laughs> I wasn't doing anything. And at first I was studying, studying, studying. And then he told me to stop. Stop. And one thing that uh, I have done all my life is I've sought to hear his voice. Um, and um, I can hear his voice very well. Uh, so one day he came, his presence got so strong in the room that um, I could not stand and then I could not stay on my knees and put me to the floor. And, and it wasn't bad. It, it was actually good, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. uh, but I couldn't breathe. I couldn't get my breath because the Kabod glory was so strong that it was pushing me to the floor so hard that I was struggling to get a breath. All I could say was more. I want more. I want more. And every time I said more, it got heavier. I said, Lord, nothing could stand to this. Nothing. He said, is that true? And I said, I don't know. You know. And about this time, and I know, I know you, you know, if you wasn't there, you probably won't believe it. But the chair, the top of the chair, and the lamp and the table all bowed to the floor, physically bowed to the floor, and went back up and stood up straight. Wow. And he said, <laughs> see, Tom, the atoms that hold your body and together and hold everything solid are nothing to me. And it started computing in me. I have a hard time with this one. <laughs> you know, um, it started computing in me that, wow, when he tells me to lay my hands on people that they might be healed, why would I think that they wouldn't be? Yeah. When he said, is it? Look at this. And he made a chair and a table. You see, this desk that I'm sitting at is only hard because he said it would be. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. But if he said it wouldn't be, it would run out in, on the floor like water. Yeah. yeah. How does Jesus walk on the water? <laughs> yeah. The water's hard when he wants it to be. Yeah. yeah. And it's liquid when he wants it to be. Yeah. 
or it could vaporize if he wanted to. You know, he, hmm, he holds all things together by the word of his power. Yes, I feel the heavy, weighty kabod presence of the Lord while you're speaking. And actually, I can feel the spirit of the fear of the Lord, the holiness of what happened mm. to you. Obviously, to say it changed your life isn't probably an understatement. I mean, I can feel something of the yes. impact now. To be honest, I want to just worship the Lord right now. And, you know, what you just said, the fact that he upholds all things by the power of his word. We forget, don't we? He is the Alpha and Omega he is the creator yes. and that, I love yes. what you said that why would we doubt when he has his lay hands on people and his very spirit is our breath is our life within us why would we doubt for yes. a moment that he that the creator is not going to reorganize the atoms in the one in front of us who he loves to just put them back into their right. correct state <laughs> ah it's just beautiful like every day um, for one year, I read numerous times a day Hebrews 4, which is the chapter on rest. And the first thing he says in there, fear, fear that you do not enter this rest. Now, he's not talking about being afraid like the boogeyman. He's talking about a reverential <laughs> respect. <laughs> but when you said you sense the fear of the Lord, that mm. that's what rest is. It's a supernatural trust. Mm. And wow. you love him and trust him so much that you fear that you'll disappoint him. Wow. It's like yeah. um, I can feel it. I can feel him this way while you're speaking. Can you? Mm -hmm. it's, it's like the, the I'm being, uh, it's the awe of God. It's just the awe of, yes. of who he is mm -hmm. and and his ability. And so that's, that's amazing. So rest is when we get this perspective, right? We enter into yes. rest because we recognize rest. his that's sovereignty right. and capability and Wow. And and, and yes. you also mentioned trust as well, that trust is a component to rest. Yes, yes, trust is rest. You know, it does not come by wishing it'll come. It does not come by sitting back in your easy chair and propping your feet up. That's not rest. Rest is relational rest comes by being in his presence i when you sit in god's presence you exchange with him and you know especially when you start having encounters with him that mm, whatever he says i do and, and um, at the first of the year, he spoke to me and he said, Tom, um, listen and do what I say. 
immediately. When your relationship with him is right, he speaks and you obey. No, I, I absolutely love the way that um, as you talk, you just talk, you know, about the Lord and hearing his voice. And, and, and so often you say the Lord spoke, the Lord said, the Lord showed me. And, and that's one of the things I really love about you is that your whole being is about communicating with God and you communicate with him all the time throughout the day. Now, for the, for the people who are watching the show that may struggle to hear God's voice, how would you say that you know that it's God's voice? And how would you say, well, how would you encourage people to, uh, what would you say to them to help them to hear God's voice? Uh, years ago, when I was a very young man, I went to my pastor and uh, I said, uh, uh, you know, I'm reading in the word where it says that uh Jesus said his sheep would know his voice. And he said, well, Tom, uh, yeah, but you see, that's, uh, uh, that's just a figure of speech. And, but I kept reading it because it kept being there. When I accepted Christ, I was driving, I was in the Navy and I was driving around and I kept going, I, I need something. And, and I, I feel it right here. I'm, I'm empty and I need something. And I saw this little Baptist church and I saw this house right next to it and the lights were on. And I pulled up in front of it and got out and walked up to the door, knocked on the door. And this guy opens the door in his robe and he goes, can I help you? And I said, I don't know. And he, I said, uh, are you part of that church? And he said, I'm the pastor of that church. And I said, well, I need something and I don't know what it is. And he said, come on in here. You need Jesus Christ as your personal savior. And I said, I think I do. So he said, well, Neil, walk down right there and repeat after me. And I did and accepted Christ as my savior right there. When I realized that I could hear his voice, I, I did not quit until I heard it. And I would come home. You can ask my wife, Brenda, whenever. I, I would come home from work and I'd say, I'm going to my room and, and uh, I'll be out a little while and I'd go in there and sit and I'd say, Lord, you said that your sheep will hear your voice. And, and I, I think I'm your sheep and uh, I need to hear your voice. One day I, um, I went in there and I sat for about an hour and a half and I didn't say nothing. I just listened. And when I got finished, I got up and I walked to the door and I reached for the handle and I said, Lord, I'll be back tomorrow. Same time, same station. And he said, I love you, Tom. And I just felt my knees. Mm. And he hadn't stopped talking to me since. And when I need to hear him, I just stop. 
and he speaks. Wow. And um, I know that I know. And the thing of it is, if you have people around you that are solid, mature Christians, and if you're a Christian and you're in a good Bible-believing body, then you do have people around you. And you find them. And you find the one that can hear. You find the one that is the worshiper. You find the one that has the presence of God on them. And you grab onto them and you say, I want what you got. You help me. Will you help me? And uh, and run this stuff past me. I think I heard God. He said this. What do you get? And what the body's for. Such wisdom. Yes. Such wisdom. Tom, Great. thank you for sharing such treasures from your life. Yes. Just in finishing, we've got a couple yes. of minutes left. Could we ask you, Tom, would you, just for those of the family around the world who might be struggling right now to hear clearly, because there's a lot of noise in the world, as we all know at the moment, there's a lot of confusion, there's a lot of fear. Yes. And obviously you have yes. such a beautiful relationship with Jesus. Would you could would you pray for everybody who might be struggling or even if you're not struggling family to just go deeper in your ability to really hear the Lord at this time yes. particularly. Could we ask you to pray for that for people, Tom? Sure. Father. Hmm. The thing about relationship is when I come to you, I know you hear me. And so, Father, I'm asking that every person within the sound of this broadcast, Father, I'm asking you to touch them right now, right now, in the name of Jesus. Father, I don't care if they just accepted Christ or if they're 50 years in the kingdom, Father. I'm asking you for more, more of you and more of them. Father God, every one of us could use more of you. And I trust you, Lord. And I speak to that person that's having a problem with their eyesight right now in the name of Jesus. Be healed by Jesus' stripes. Yes, just put your hands over your eyes. Be healed in Jesus' name. And that person that's just struggling right now with that migraine that's right, I think it's right in the back of your head and it's almost paralyzing. And I just say no more in Jesus' name. No more. Yes, we cover that with the blood of Jesus. Never to return again in Jesus name. We ask you to invade the homes of the people here in Jesus name. And I thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Um, we agree. We agree. Thank you so much for being with us, Tom. It's such an honor to have you on with us. And thank you. And thank My you, pleasure. Wesley Wright. Thank you, Wesley Wright, for being on with me today. 
And thank you all for giving us your precious time. And we agree. We agree that you would experience the peace, the Prince of Peace, who crushes Satan under our feet, invading every part of your heart, every part of your family, every part of your life and your home this coming week. And so bless you. Have an amazing, amazing week. Look forward to being with you again next Monday. God bless. Bye.